college moving, what you watching? And I am too old for this shit. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. better than yesterday how are you no, no. <laughs> uh, was, was yesterday the day you took boy back to school friday friday so day before so yet two yesterdays ago was the day that i took yeah. boy back to shul um yeah we're just gonna jump right in i made the top top three list of the of the board lead-ins who's gonna what are we gonna talk I hope we get what to them. We, <laughs> with the way i talk probably not I have pushed my body and my brain and my soul past the limits that I knew I had. And it's so strange because those limits are so much closer than they once were. So somehow I got back into a pretty manageable week, a pretty busy, pretty manageable week and it, by my brain standards. But again, hearkening back to a topic we've covered before, is it because I'm old? Is it because I'm <laughs> old or is it because of 2020? I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I got all the way to the end of the whole thing, and it was breaking down, breaking down. Everything just snapped, cracked, and popped right off my body. I had nothing left. So I had, we've got college friends coming through. or They've already come and gone. We've got another set coming on Sunday. We've got two more sets coming later in the month. So it's very exciting to have people coming and sleeping here and doing all this stuff. Simultaneously, it's back to school week for all three of my kids. It was, right? I'm Sunday after the, the all of this has happened. When one kid went to New York, surprise, went to New York for the week just to hang out with some friends. So we had to get him all settled and set up and how are you going to pay for this? And meaning he doesn't have a job, so he doesn't have a credit card. We have a lot of friends whose kids have credit cards. They, they just have them with no job and no way to pay for it. And I'm like, nah, we're not doing that. So we had to set that whole thing up and add him to this card and give him the card and blah, blah, blah. That all happened. Get Now they're instituting a sort of sometimes uniform at school. I had to get everybody measured, get those all done, get all the forms done, get all the My oldest moved back to college. Got to get all his stupid shit coming. And I got people coming in that have come and gone. Their whole family was coming through. So I needed extra bedrooms. We have a dedicated guest bedroom all the time so that's ready but then I needed places for this one and this one and this one so uh-huh. so it was a and plus plan the menu and plus do the thing they came in stayed the night before college move in left so they oh so they came God. in we had this big late night happy big talky laughing a staging area is and set then, aside for everything and then the next morning in their shared guest room bath my oldest is leaving his house for four months to go to school at the same time that they're leaving to continue on their journey. So it was like this big, so it was, you know, orchestrating all that. I drove out, dropped him off at school. The good news about all that, having gotten through it, taking him to school, I'm telling you this specifically for you. Dear listener, you can listen if you like, but this conversation is really for my friend, Melissa. So I took him to school drop-off and it was extraordinary. It was like we had not done this before. It was like he was going to a new school. It was so completely different in every possible way than the prior school drop-off. I can't even tell you. 
he last year stayed in a totally different dorm in a different part of campus. Long story, he wanted to be much closer to his primary uh, studio, right? So he let the school pick. He threw his hat into the ring and said, I don't care where I stay. I don't care who my roommate is. All I want is to be closer to the studio because I live there. And they said, okay. So they picked everything. He, we didn't know what we were going to get. And he has the best dorm. He is. We were terrified because it seems like the shittiest dorm. He is right on the main drag. If you can imagine any campus USA, they all have the town's public street with all the restaurants and all the extra bookstore and all the groovy bar and all the tattoo parlor and all the wizard games. All the crap is always, there's that street, right? In his campus, it's called Hillsborough Street. He is physically, he is on Hillsborough Street. That's his address. So he is on the busiest public, and I'm like, are you kidding me? This is terrible. This is awful. So we get there, come to find out, it's a six-floor building. Used to be a hotel that they've converted oh, wow. converted into a dorm. So it's he is on the back side of the building, fortunately, so he doesn't face the riffraff. He's got an elevator, didn't have that before. Sixth floor, nobody above him. That's great. So it's a little quieter that way. The room is bigger, has his own bathroom, didn't have it before, it was a communal bath. Walk out his door, which has windows that function. Walk out his door and he's on a patio that faces the canopies of trees. So he's got green all the time. Go and then go to where the elevator shaft is, and it overlooks the bell tower, which is the landmark of the school. Come down the elevator into the lobby, walk through the coffee shop, presuming you like to drink coffee, cross the street, and you're in his studio. It's like that's it's like you're what happened to you? You're like an adult. So he was giddy. Uh, My son is he doesn't do giddy, right? He was giddy. He kept it was unbelievable. Oh my gosh, look at this. Oh, he acted like a student who wanted to be there. The place was mobbed. Everybody was wearing masks, which was no big deal. But it was such a different attitude. I feel like if there is anything to be gained from all of the hara of last year, hara that that trial run, and he is in a five year program anyway, so I still feel like we would have lost a year no matter what. So I'm really kind of grateful that he had the stutter start, pretend, um, you know, false start year last year because this, to me felt much more like it should have felt last year. Freshman year. It was exciting. It was fun. There was a smile. He went and did a midnight run around campus as part of a welcome week nonsense. They all got together and got t-shirts and, you know, who wants to go for a run at midnight? But they did. Well, it's fucking hot down there. Midnight's probably the only time worth doing a run. I I guess. And, you know, so the whole thing. And he's been FaceTiming me the whole time and because his roommate doesn't even come in until today. So he had a whole full day where he could just be in the space and figure his thing out. And after a little while, he would, you know, FaceTime me out of the blue and be like, did you know? And then like talk to me about some comic book or whatever. So it was hilarious and perfect. And I just had visions of what's getting ready to go on with you and your kids, because I feel like you're really connected with them and in a way that maybe I'm not. So that you have this this really loving, perfect, you know, maternal bond with them. And I just I so, so look forward to the delight of that deep, profound, connected parting hug that you're gonna have boy am I gonna smash that to shit right now with the fact that three three days ago my kids had their last off day right they had a most of a day they were I thought they were had every day was an off day oh I'm just kidding one of them my son had a had a really good summer my daughter fucking hated it but they had an off day and Mm -hmm. for their off day you know 
I know that she's miserable and I know that they have friends who are in New York and New Jersey and don't have the time to go home. So they all come here. That's they switch between our house and this one other girl because we can give them all the comforts of home. They've been at camp with these counselors, these girls that with whom they are co's uh, for 10 years. We know these girls because they shared living space it's a very tight bond this is your team experience we have a team experience you have the same thing so yeah i get it super good so they're gonna come home for their last day off a few days ago and they made requests i want these special things from the amish market which by the way was closed i want so you have to find and get and and Uh, right from somewhere else right so I want these. Can you make these special brownies? You know, my slutty brownies. Uh, this one wants this. This one wants that. This one wants the lemon lime vintage brand. No, no pressure. All uh, the pressure. Just all right. the pressure. So, and you know, I don't leave the house. So it starts with like a Wegmans order, right? A, 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 an Instacart. And then mm-hmm. I have to mask up and scramble after that. So we're killing ourselves, Stuart and I, to make sure... Um, he's, he's planning to wash the car and he's like got all of the dad things. I've got all the mom things, all these kids. So we check, uh, I just put the, the slutty brownies in the oven and we check the find my iPhone and they had just left camp. Okay, great. Super, super, super. They're leaving. I put this stuff in there. I'm about to wash things. And Stuart's like, you know what? What if they don't come directly home? What if we go eat outside at our favorite like breakfast, lunch place, nudies, that we absolutely love. Let's meet there and let's just get them like full of a very eggy, starchy something breakfast. And then they'll come home and here goes. I'll start the laundry because that's wow. the other thing I do on their days off. And not just for my kids. I do it for the friends that they bring home. One t- one day off, I wash five girls laundry. You know how many thongs I folded? Do you know how to fold a thong? Like, I don't even know where to start on that. I'm so alarmed by all of this. Right. I'm just alarmed by it. So I'm alarmed by it. So we just. You got to slow down. You got to slow down. It's very important. Everything you're saying is really exciting. We're committed. We're invested. I love it. Thongs. And you got to touch them. You're touching other people. I mean. I shake it into the laundry and then I fold it when it comes out on the other side. I throw in the laundry bag. I throw in everything. I do each kid separately. So nobody's thong gets in somebody else's wow right so okay. i'm all i'm all like i've got the laundry lined up. i'm like ready to go so we're finishing all this stuff and Stuart calls and says hey how about we take you guys to nudies for breakfast all of you and and we'll sit there and we'll and my daughter says oh what a great idea why didn't we think of that and he's got her on speakerphone because it's almost like he doesn't my husband doesn't know how to use a phone so speaker oh. is the only method and I'm kind of glad and furious like that he only knows how to use it that way because I got to hear how horribly obnoxious and nasty. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, and then she said, and why don't we invite this other kid to meet us there? Uh, yeah, dad, that's where we're going. Oh, are you? Are you going to be paying the bill too, you little slut mouth? With our I'm credit sorry. card. Did that come out of my mouth? I'm sorry. <laughs> With our She's credit not card, a slut they mouth. are. She's just a mouth. I'm sorry. Okay. So I was like, Oh, my. And there I am, like up to my neck in dishes and soap and lined up all the treats. I'm washing your stupid whore's underpants. I've had enough and you haven't even started. 
And you haven't even started. So I was like, I walked over to Stuart and his his phone and I just hit the little red hang up button (laughs) because I am, smoke is coming out of my ear. And then I realized they just giving treed me. My kids fucking giving treed me. Take, 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 take. Did you think for a fucking second that I want breakfast too? Did you think for a split second that since I'm paying for yours with your friends, you might as well invite me even if you don't um, or uh, how about how about just letting me know as I sit at home and wait for the car we pay for to yeah, arrive what happened to what happened to ask <laughs> what what when did that fall off what about that one so I don't know I don't I don't know if it's more annoying that what happened to ask disappeared the second that Stuart said to me that's what we're doing that's exactly wow. what came out of their mouth. Just wow. Yeah. Just wow. So Stuart said to me, you know, they've kind of been away and they're really independent and in charge of things now. So <laughs> they're not really thinking about you and us. And oh, I said, no, well, they're not thinking about you and us. Yes, that's, right. that's yeah, part yeah, of yeah, my objection right. that they're I not thinking about. But they cut off my branches they used they used to swing from my leaves and my and i just all of a sudden i'm a fucking stump that they are coming home to sit on while my stump does their laundry <laughs> like i just i just realized like you're so done with me you have no use for me anymore other than to when it's when you're already old and tired to put your ass on me so i could wash it like that's really all i'm good for now and instead of being a good, better, whatever person like my husband was when they walked in, just happy to see them and be included in the smallest part of their day. Right. I, and keep in mind, they're not alone. They have company, right? I could not. That's ho- the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst. If, when you're ready to fucking throttle somebody and everybody's like, hi. If you're a better person than I am, it's the worst. Oh. But if you're not. <laughs> Ooh, you're not. You throw that fucking brownie bowl into the goddamn sink and you say, Did it even occur to you to invite us to go with you? Did it even occur to you to think that we are waiting here for you because, I don't know, we fucking adore you. We worship everything you do. And now we understand you've moved on in your life and we really are just in the glow of your rays and we're okay with that but if you're coming home for a day off we're the home in that sentence and we just letting us know what you're doing as we are waiting and haven't eaten and are scrambling to give you joy did it even occur to you so of course of course I got to vent which made me feel better but then my Six foot, almost four. We find out tomorrow how tall he really is. We have our last pediatric appointment. The kid's 18. I don't know why he's still going there. No, he's not even allowed to anymore. But keep going well, we're, I think you're allowed to until 21, but we're going because... Yeah, mine, you're not, but keep they going. Boot, yeah. They boot you at 18? 16. Oh. They, they, told us, they told us at 16 that we should start looking for another one because the cutoff, like, they... There is, I think the cutoff is when you, at your 18th birthday, they don't see you. 
So their practice tells you at 16, you should start transferring records and doing all the other stuff. So when we did for the oldest, we just moved it. Because I was like, okay, well, fuck off. So I just moved everybody else because I'm not playing that damn game. I think for my doctor, suck my whole ass. If you can't order a test and read a book, I mean, Jesus, (laughs) never mind. Go ahead. I think for us, it's vindication because... He grew a foot. He lost 50 pounds. Like, he's just this colossus right. now, right? So, no, I love, I so love it's getting suck the it. official report. Look and, at this. No, I don't want to take away, I don't want to take away from the mountainous man goes to his tiny Yeah, go, right. I want to see fantastic. what that looks like. And as his mom, <laughs> I want to see what that looks like. Like, I know. I remember when you said we could tell by how long his ear canal is if he's going to be over four feet. And look at you now, fucker. How about, yeah. what's your favorite meal? Spaghetti. Oh, I could tell. Oh, really? Well, guess what, fuckers? Take a look You're at me fired. now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How do you like me now, bitches? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do you have a psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for three referrals. Uh, I'm looking for <laughs> psychiatric, non-pediatric. Oh, and, yeah. So that would be non-douchiatric. great. And non-douchiatric. Yes. That's so, what so I'm, I pitch this five-year-old, three-year-old fit, like soapy water is spilling out of the sink now. And I, and I'm like, like a horse after a race. <laughs> And Aww. Ethan comes over with his like tall, gangly arms and he wraps them around me and he says, I'm sorry, you're right. And I hear Mallory's friend say, if only someone in the car had said, we should invite your parents or should we at least call them and tell them we're not coming right home or all of the things that they should have done is what this girl said that they should have done in the car. And, uh, and you know, this is how different boys and girls are. Ethan immediately uh, took the air out of my hate sale. Like he immediately ended with the, uh, you're so right. I'm so, and that face, like, you know, he hadn't shaven in, in, I don't probably seven and a half weeks. And he has this weird right. red, uneven beard of, of pedophile <laughs> thing going on. Meanwhile, he works right. with seven and eight year old kids. Let's surely fucking hope we not. Call that, we call that, we call that a cracker beard. He, he had a cracker beard. beard. Yes. But it's like, it's like coming in anyway. Yeah. And some no are good. like the long no ones and, and it's red. Yeah. Like you're, it's. My oldest end up looking like whatever the guy is on Scooby-Doo. What's his name? Shaggy. All I think of is Scoob. Yeah. He definitely, we got, he's got a shaggy beard with the dumb. Thunk, thunk yes. The I love even, that. They're and even dark. So he just like no, wraps like himself around me and then like psh, all the air came out of that hate sale. And all of a sudden I was like, OK. And then I turn and look at the girl. They're very different boys and girls. She's like, well, if you're already pissed, I might as well go upstairs and pee. So she left the room and then, OK, very different. Animal. Was that the look or did that word? No, come she out left. Now? She said it. She's like, I'll be right back. I need the bathroom. So she went upstairs and I'm hanging with her friends and, and the boy and everything's better. And as she comes down and sits down and rejoins society, uh, she, I mean, she must have had a lot to drink at the diner that she went to that didn't invite of me to. Of course she did. <laughs> terrible, little terrible. A lot of chocolate milk there. So she, she looks at me with sad eyes and puts her arms out for a hug. And I said, oh, <laughs> you're Why ready you for me now? Yourself? Right. Yeah. So I, I've. Since I've, your arms are already out, maybe you can lift your laundry bag and go do your own fucking clothes. <laughs> No, no. She was very lucky that he was also a culprit and he really deflated that hate sale. So I was like, oh, yeah, I've got. I mean, I'm not stupid. I didn't know. It wasn't intentionally fucking dumb. But I'd like you to know that what she did was fucking dumb. I know you weren't trying to hurt me, but boy, did you. And I don't take hurt well. I inflate and I. I usually strike out when it's your father. I can't strike out because you're my kid. Do you ever see kids. the Mandalorian? Do you ever see the Mandalorian? Uh, I forget. I forget what he had on his arm. This like is the, the way, rose or of something. course. 
where well he like presses the button and then like all these darts fly out and immediately yeah. puncture the hearts of everyone in the room. You have those. That wasn't the Mandalorian. That was the galaxy. That was um That's the Mando baby. No. He is singing doves. They're called singing doves. So what's the one with the galaxy one mm-hmm. where Guardians of the Galaxy, where the yes, guy yes, whistles yes. the little flute and all of these That's a one right, right, right. That's one device that kills multiple people yes. in, in rapid fire. It goes ding 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 ding. Whistling doves. He presses a button and all of them. Oh my God, yes. Simultaneously. Oh my God, yes. And I And then we're all done. I'm rewatching that as well because I loved The Mandalorian. So anyway. This is you. They completely giving treed me (laughs) and left me as as a a laundry doing stump. And that's how I was until yesterday when they came home for the summer. They're done. The camp is over. They put their kids on a bus. They cleaned their bunks and they got in the car and came home. Of course, they said, Mom, we're stopping at Wawa and then we're coming home. Do you want anything? Like very intentionally. So you are a learning robot. Right. Very intentionally. Like you're an asshole and I know you're going to freak out. So I might as well do this. I'm like, well, keep doing it. I'll be that asshole for you. But keep doing it until it becomes a common courtesy fucking practice. Right, 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 right. So I wanted to let you know if you need anything, I'm here for you to sit on (laughs) and I'd be happy to do your laundry. (laughs) So we too are preparing this week to put the boy in his home for the next four years and I am wondering what it's going to be like because I see pictures posted there's a parent group that has you know I just dropped my kid off today and I did this they're showing pictures and I thought I need to ask Amy what her oldest has on the walls of his dorm or at least what he did for the 10 minutes he was there freshman year what what was done? Because the pictures I'm seeing have all like the pit banner. You're at right. pit. Do you need to have a pit banner on your wall? How about I get I, you a big banner a- of all of our faces or the giving tree or our dogs or something that's not where you already are? What do you do about that? Every there's seems like there's two camps. Because I saw all the pictures of it's move in day. So it's here's the picture of the dorm with the everything looks a little bit shabby. But meanwhile, there's something pasted up on the wall. Fully half of them are, our colors are black, white, and red, okay? Fully half of them are the red logo and the banner and the thing and the wolf and the, all the rest of it. It's everywhere, everywhere. It's on the bedspread. It's on the it's on the towels in the bathroom. Gross. It's on the trunk. You've got pennants every, yeah, and it's like and all the, like sh- and they're all wearing, and they're all, yes, and big, big uh, tapestry hanging. They're all wearing the shirt. Everybody in the picture is wearing the shirt. It's like, yes, we, we get it. We see. We know where you so, are. We know why yeah. you're posting. Could you? That's fully half of them. And I would say that in our friend group, we've got three kids who actually play on the sports teams there. That's, so that's different. Legit. That's, that's different. That's legit. Yeah. I mean, if you're Division One sports team school, you get to wear the fucking colors, and I don't want to hear it. So, but the rest of it is like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> so, and sometimes it's the girls who have all this, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's a bigger so anyway, question. Okay, it's like yeah, you don't What's need the other option. Flip flops. The other option is, in my case, you just look like we have dropped you off at the homeless shelter, and here's like a cardboard box. Here's some cinder so, blocks. Bye. Or it's okay. You know, or it is. Um, trying to think of her name, Brooke. What? It's not her name. L. Woods. It's like L. Uh, Woods's room. Somebody threw up pink and fuzzy where, everywhere. Where they they have the 
the fairy lights are hung strategically. There's 18 mountains of pillows and there's a carpet and a headboard. My favorite is when the girls bring a headboard for their bunk. They bring a separate headboard. Are you kidding me? So I have a friend who purchased a headboard for her daughter. It's like the latest craze now. And I said, I bought one of those pillows with the arms, like called husbands. I bought a a pillow so he could lean against this cinder block wall. No, they have headboards and husbands, both. Yeah, so she bought this and then it was kind of off in the wrong color. So she had to return it. Because her daughter said, I thought it was more gray or more blue or like a whole gray blue thing. And sure. then she went to this wildly expensive website where, I mean, we used to look at baby linens that were just so gorgeous. But who the fuck's doing that so you could vomit on it and piss and shit Are all you over talking it. about PB Dorm, which I just found? Pottery Barn Dorm. No, this is like she I just bought found by accident. She bought like yeah. a Serena and Lily, this very <clears throat> oh, yeah, sure, feminine, beautiful. Yep. And I said, wait, what? So she's purchasing returning I'm not a really good returner so I don't really do big ticket items if I can't take it right so she'll buy it return it bought it a different one return that I my kids at camp he said could you do my bedding and I just did like there was no this isn't right I feel so sorry for her (laughs) only because she I mean she absolutely created this beast of a situation because of her taste and her daughter's taste and having it be okay to say this is a little more blue than gray uh guess what that's what you have now <laughs> wait, wait 10 minutes and put it by the window it's gonna be a different color anyway and fuck off and you're there to learn you drool on this you threw up on that like are you kidding me what she spent on just the quilt and a sham is what I spent well, I'll tell you when I get there um, on everything. You know, I, I maybe almost everything. So I just. I think the emphasis is on the word sham. Because it's a <laughs> sham. How many pillows does your kid need? How many pillows? Well, my favorite part of it. Well, I'm a, I admit to you, I have twinges of jealousy. Even when I hear you talk with your minimalist approach to this, which I don't know that it's minimalist, but compared to me, my son won't even accept a new comforter. He you said rug is the first using, year. You said he he's, won't. No, it's nothing. No, he's not. He has nothing now. This the dorm he's in funny. now is it's not fully twice the size, but it's more than a third bigger. It's definitely much larger. So putting in a sofa and a chair and they have a little patio where they can sit outside. I'm like, don't you want some bag chairs or something or a little folding furniture or something? And he's like, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm like, I, I get that. I see that. But surely you want something to sit on that's not your bed or your desk chair. Come on. Nope, nope. Don't want anything. Didn't want a comforter. Didn't want a new quilt. Nothing. It's the same ratty shit that he's had probably since, what, seventh grade, eighth grade? It was a nice quilt, but, I mean, ain't you fucking old? And it's it's like, stop it. It's not your blankie. Get off. What are you doing? And it's time to be replaced. Please don't take this into the world so that people think, I mean, we bought him all this. He is beautiful. Cole Haan shoes, J. Crew outfit, gorgeous Brooks Brother jacket. We we got him a presentation outfit so that when he had to give a presentation in the architecture school, <clears throat> he could walk in, put on a good outfit. Do you know something that you would wear Absolutely. out on a Tuesday night yeah, to dinner with your friends outfit, I got and you. be like, "Damn, you look good." You're not dressed up for work. You're not, but you're like, it's a next level of junk clothes. We got him at least one of those. Didn't even bring it. He's like, "Oh nope, shit, nope." Maybe I'm aware take it my, back for Thanksgiving. I'm aware my stupid junky crap. So it's like, yeah. So he won't even do all of this stuff. I am super jealous of your friend for 
at least having a pulled together, you know, it, somebody, I heard somebody say this on like a business forum the other day. When you leave the house, you should look like somebody loved you. Right. Like that's, right. that's he doesn't, he don't look that way. He don't look that way. So I'm jealous of that much, but you don't have to have a foam backer with matching ties with, you know, the nonsense and then the extra nonsense and then the coverlet for the nonsense. I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I think there's a big difference between boys and girls though. Like, but you have a boy who's on the far end of the don't touch anything. And I think mine's not that far from that, but he just didn't care what I had put in his room. He didn't care if I gave him everything he just had at camp. For his same twin extra long bed, he probably would have been fine with that. But it still smells like camp. And I wanted him to have a fresh start. <laughs> also, the closets are half hang and half wire shelf built in. And they have no door. So some people put a curtain rod oh. and a curtain on there. And I'm seeing yeah, all these nice pictures. Thought. And I'm thinking, well, is that something he's going to want? Is that something I should do? And then I realized, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't you have my Amazon cart on your phone. Bingo. If there is something Bingo. you want, I would like for you to text me and say, can you look in the cart? Is that cool? That's really all I want. Just in the beginning until you figure out what I think is cool and what I don't think is acceptable to right. just ask about, can I just ship this to myself? And he'll have it in two days. So I'm really not worried that I didn't prepare him for it. It's not camp where you can't go to Target. He could exactly. go to Target. And I'm fucked in that way. Because I told you the address, my child, where he lives. Near everything. He's a block and a half from a target. For, he's near everything. On the same street. Anything. So I, I'm just fucked is the name of that tune. But, you know, whatever. I mean, that part of the excitement is half of all of the people who are coming through to visit us this week are college friends. So that was also on the ride out there. We were able to say... I just get really excited for this year. You see how important college relationships are. Look, daddy's friends are coming through. Mommy's friends are coming through. We met all these people at college. We're still friends with them 8,000 years later. This is going to be the greatest time. Don't worry about this thing that stressed you out. Forget about that thing that was causing you grief or irritation. The most important thing is that you can go, enjoy yourself, learn something. It's it's as experience, experience, experience. So, I mean, that that part is really exciting to think about. And I can't wait. I have when you get the car. I, I have. Uh, I'm gonna vomit. I have. Um, You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. I have two more things related to school, and then I want to hear about your visits. But first, um, I learned this week when you hear from your kids, and it's not when you want to. By the way, uh, <laughs> when your children are away and they are happy, they don't text you. Because they're in the moment and they're happy and they're enjoying themselves and they're they're good. They're great even. When they pick up the phone to text you is when something's going sideways or they're upset or something's wrong. So as a parent, after your kid leaves, most of your experiences are, all right, so let's problem solve this. It's never just, I wanted, I'm on my way to class. I wanted to just say, I had a great morning. I had a great class. I, I'm meeting friends for lunch. I'm like, it's very, it does happen. It's very rare that you get those great, great, greats. You usually get the now what's or this is happening and this sucks. And I have two very different kids. One of them will ask, you know, I need to solve this problem. Can you take your gray matter and put it towards this and let's talk it out? And the other one who's like, 
Why are you trying to fix my problems? Can't you just fucking listen? And I have to code switch. Remember you said you're a different parent to three oh different God, kids. So oh I'm like, God. wait, which kid is having a problem? What do I say? Do, do you want me to solve this? I can see this so clearly, but you think I'm a fucking idiot. Only a listener. I'm a big, <laughs> a stump of a tree and a big ear just for listening. And this one's like, could right. you solve this problem? And the, uh, to the other one, I'm a Rubik's Cube. So like I, I just have to really think about it. And luckily, I have one more year at home with this kid who wants me to just listen so I can watch her problem-solving skills. And and the other one is is only going to text, I think, when – I mean, I'll send a text, you good? Like, you know those texts, you up? Yep. Like those yep. – It's this is not a booty call. This is a, like, brain call. Everything good? You all right? So I learned that you're really not going to hear from them when everything's great. Just assume if you're not hearing from them, everything's great. So that's a different mindset for me because I, I like those affirmations. And if you're not getting them, <clears throat> that's a problem. We have a very different, we have very different kids. It's so I completely agree with everything that you're saying, but that's not the experience that we have here. I get such frequent contact from my kids and it's always about nothing. And then when something really is going on, Crickets. I don't really get the contact because it's almost huh. like, yeah, 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 yeah. They want it. We, we have a lot of, let me tell you about this thing that I just saw, or did you know, or always about entertainment and comics and, or this thing I saw, I need to show you this video right now. They'll come in during podcasting. They'll come in when I'm in a work conference call and like make the hand gestures. Can you mute it? I want to show you this video TikTok of a guy cooking a steak. And I'm like, dude, I, I, you hear that it's a client, right? That's paying for your fucking steak. Can you maybe, right? So all that goes on. But when there's attitude and throwing a stick into the closet instead of putting the stick into the equipment closet properly on the hook where it belongs and, you know, acting like a dick. Like, all that'll go on for days and days and days until the real thing kind of bubbles out slowly. They don't actually tell me what's going on. They don't, they until I have to pry it loose like a tin can. And then I'm able to talk about it. So there's, it's, it's when the free-flowing, happy conversation stops that I know... I know some shit's going down. I hate it. Why are you making the eyeball? No, like oh, that's, that's what you know. That you would make. Yeah, like, like I, something's going that's on. That's your spidey sense. I see. You're sp- Stop it with the face again. She's making that face, you guys. I went, so actually, bad. I went outside Melissa's box this week. I went to. Oh, wow. I know. It was shocking, considering I've really used my box as a fortress <laughs> these past months. Everybody um, loves Melissa's box. My new best friend had, <laughs> had a birthday, and her husband yeah? called and said, you know, we're having a few people over and I heard few people okay. and I started to hive and then I thought, I really love her and I want to share with her and show her that I'm, yay, I want to celebrate with you. So we, I went and I sat outside in the corner of nowhere where I was, you know, nowhere near people, met some super lovely people. She actually has a deaf neighbor. So I got to sign. Oh, that's fantastic. I was so happy. <laughs> so my hands were like, ah, what are you doing? Uh, but it was, it was kind of amazing. But I left my box and I went to a party. And then as I'm coming home, I, I, I don't know, I guess the TV, the radio was on CNN and they're like, the Delta variant is killing everybody. <laughs> I thought I was just out of my, like the first time I leave the house and you start to panic. Am I not going to be able to take my kid to college? Am I not going to be, calm the fuck down. You are absolutely fine. 
you deal with whatever happens as it happens. That's what you're trying to teach your kids. I tell my parents, well, when it's time to panic, we'll panic. But until then, or time to worry, we'll worry. But until then, worrying beforehand seems... When it's time to panic. (laughs) I meant worry, not panic. They'll panic. I'll worry. But, you know, okay, my dad has prostate cancer and he went through treatments and and I said, well, we're going to see what size it is. So before it's time to worry, there's really no point in worrying. You're acting. You're doing what you need to do. So I said, why for once do you not take your own advice and just wait? Just wait it out. You're donating blood in another week. You're doing, we have a lot going on. There's no time to sit and worry, but it is very important to be careful and still, as they say, mask up. Well, that's part of it. And the other part of it, there's so much in what you just said. And I don't want to lose this piece, so let me blurt it out there. Blurt! You know I'm, you know I'm doing all the, I'm, I'm the self-help asshole right now. I'm doing way too much. That all on its own is exhausting. So Mentally exhausting. Even having, that, even having that extra layer. I'm doing an hour a day of input. And it's not simple, okay, I now know how to fold a sheet. Bing. It's like it's shit that sticks with you and you've got to process and go through it and all the blah. So it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. One of the things that bubbled up, I'm sure everybody's heard this before, but it was new to me. Worrying is praying for what you don't want. And I thought that's such a wonderful way to encapsulate it because that really would pull me out of it. When I would worry for something, worrying is praying for what you don't want. And it's, it's just such a focus puller because why on earth would I be sending out the signals and wishing and wishing and wishing and focusing and emphasizing all of my energy, all of my attention, all of my psychic I absolutely love that. It's praying for what you don't want. And that's an easier way to say, why the fuck would I ever do that, right? I love that. I should instead focus on what I do want. And then that'll kind of jolt you out of the worry zone. So I I love this notion of when you tell yourself, I don't want to be worrying. I get it cognitively, but I don't really know how to stop it. So, you know, when you're in it, when your father is dealing with a significant diagnosis, you don't just get to say, poof, I'm not going to worry. So, I mean, it's, you know, okay, well, think about what worrying does. Worrying gets you the opposite of what you want truly it does so to actually if it if it's effective at all it gets you the opposite of what you want but not so many adding people say it's just a waste of time yeah. adding on to that I actually developed a new segment for this show called what what Melissa learned from TikTok this week how because TikTok I wish TikTok had a theme song because then we would sing it tick go ahead talk tick 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 tock <laughs> Um, we'll work on that as well. But but following your theory of worrying is praying for what you don't want. What I learned from TikTok this week is 17 seconds. You know when you have a negative thought, it leads to a negative thought. And it's really, I don't yep. want to say spiraling, but it's leading. It's a leading thought into the next thought. And if you are going in a negative way, I guess it is spiraling. They're gears. They're gears and they connect with each other. They yep. do. So if you take 17 seconds and you make it positive... That will gear into your next positive and will keep you from that spiral or from that gear turn into negative, negative, negative. Because one positive, if you can keep a positive thought, I don't know where she got this from, but her credentials seemed real. Uh, That's right. She is on TikTok. She clearly has her own channel. What the fuck, people? So so 17 seconds. And 17 seconds is kind of a lot longer than I thought it would be because I did do that. Maybe that's where it comes from. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm done. And I'm like, oh, I still have another seven seconds to go. So let me keep going. And it did perpetuate 
something more positive. And I was super grateful for that. And I totally thought of you. I might have even have sent it to you. I'm not sure. And, and I you've thought, sent me a few TikToks, and I haven't been able to watch. Sometimes I get out of what because they'll they'll <laughs> arrive at a time when I'm in a volume no zone, like I can't play it. Oh and yeah, hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So then I think, okay, I actually searched on a couple of forums trying to figure out a better way to manage my texts, and there's just not. The only better way for me to manage my texts is to get a different text mechanism. I just use the Apple phone and their text mechanism. And it doesn't, it would it doesn't help me. sort at all. It would help me if it had the most recent arrived and unread at the top, always. And it doesn't do that. No. I have a jumble of 8 million group texts with 15 people going, fine, I'm in. Okay, $25 like, here. thumbs up. See like, next thumbs week. Up. I've got the cupcakes. You're awful. That's the worst. That's so sad your dad died. I mean, it's like everything is happening. Oh, my texts are a scene. So if I get out of sequence with your TikToks, I'll find well, it. Don't worry. Cause I'll get, a, I'll, send I'll you get more. a cocktail. <laughs> I'll get a cocktail. And then I get like nine TikToks. I get like a, <laughs> they go for a very long time. It's delightful. So I'm sure I have it. I'm sure I will watch it. So that positive. But the 17 seconds thing. Well, the 17 seconds thing, I feel like somebody else in one of these things to decompress from stress or to feel real connection and have the, have the, uh, estrogen like hormone that happens. I forget which one it is. Like endorphin. When you hug someone else. Yes. When you hug someone else, it has, to, you have to hug them. I feel like it's six seconds or it's some amount of time that's like a weird longer than, because it ends up being just long enough that it feels strange. Uncomfortable. And it might have been, almost. it might have been 16 or 17 seconds. And then that's when your body's like oh okay this is comforting and then you truly relax into it and you truly connect with that person my kids are like get the fuck <laughs> off i'm just trying to get a piece of toast can you get out mama needs right? some endorphins <laughs> <laughs> i'm giving i'm giving i'm a giving to you i'm a tree of giving i'm a stump you're luckily <laughs> luckily you still have branches from from which they could swing we got a message we did yeah we got a message from a psychic spellcaster. What? How did I miss yeah. this? I'm so excited. What happened? Yeah. What? Where? She'd like to connect with us. And I said nothing. Uh, crickets. I sent back crickets because that's how I communicate. Well, she's a psychic. She ought to know that already. But I w- she knew that already, right? <laughs> um, I would like to know if you could cast a spell. Yes. And I mean, I actually had to go and check and see really what... Because I asked my husband, I'm like, what do you mean by spell? Because he said, I would make the global warming situation reverse and I would save. And I'm like, that's very nice. nice. That's nice. But a spell is um, their word or words which are supposed to hold a magical power (laughs) that that an influence that cannot be resisted or like a trance. Right. Right. You know what a spell is. Like you thought of. I was in New Orleans with you. We knew voodoo like that. We got spells. We understood what was going on. Bingo. So it's kind of like something people wouldn't normally do or maybe don't want to do. Uh, But you cast a spell and they do it. And I thought, am I really going to meet with a psychic spellcaster? Yes, yes, yes. Have you not? So I could tell her what? Yeah, I'd really like to... Make everybody tell all of their friends about our podcast and make sponsors throw money at us to like, is that, is that what spell would you do? Well, I hadn't even thought of that. That's actually a good idea. 
And they t- tell 10 friends and you tell 10 friends and you tell so, 10 friends. But now I'm starting to feel like there's a commerce angle. Are you telling me that a real human person alive on the planet contacted you via the show's connections and invited you to learn the art of divination and spell casting no, in real life? No, I think she might have wanted to be a guest on our show. <laughs> and <laughs> so I thought, she's a real active listener to know that we don't actually have, have you listened on to show. our show <laughs> right you are a great psychic let's start there i love i hope you're better at, i hope you're better at spell casting <laughs> because the psychic oh part my Lord. needs some work no fuck her but i do think we should have some <laughs> spell casting going i mean i presume it was a her it could have been a, oh, it a real being or a him. Anyway, what kind of spells are we gonna do? Can't I you? don't know. I feel like I feel like being able to cast spells would be great. I don't see any downside from this. I really don't see any downside from this. Right. I mean, it unless fills you're your somebody heart with joy. Unless you're somebody that we are casting a spell to do something you don't want to do. No, but, but that's too bad because sorry. you need it. I mean, we're doing this in your best interest. We're not doing, we're not mean-spirited witches. We're just doing this because you can't manage your fucking shit. Because if you did, you would have already had this done properly the right way. That's what's right, happening. So what are you doing? So you're casting a spell to make people more productive. To make people. I don't know. <laughs> that's my thinking song. I like that song. <laughs> There's like a banjo interlude while you, uh, I don't know that I would actually, this is super selfish. I don't know that I would actually start with casting onto and to make others do right. Wouldn't I spell onto myself? Wouldn't I, I got to spell all over myself. Wouldn't I spell, wouldn't I spell clean that up when you're done (laughs) for, yeah, but it would probably be about productivity or accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's nice, though, because I wouldn't immediately go to, I'm going to spell for love, so I'm not so, so, yeah, it's like, no, I'm going to spell for, like, making the bed and washing the hair, (laughs) you know, yeah, spell for getting out of the shower, and all of a sudden, I'm dressed, and my hair is done, oh, oh, my God, I just got a tingle, can you imagine, Wow. All that heat, all that heat and labor is oh. not even necessary and expert, anymore. Expert action, because the worst in my case is I'll put the time in to doing my hair, and at the end of and it, it I'm still like, "Looks like this. What is that?" I imagine it's how some people must feel about cooking. They go to all this effort to cook something, and then yes. you bite it, and you're like, "This is awful. Why did I spend money on ingredients and an hour of my time?" And I'm never going to do it again. That's not how it happens in my kitchen. That's how it happens in my bathroom. That's how it happens in front of the mirror. That is. That's absolutely how it happens. I have to have experts involved. So maybe a spell, a hair spell. Hair spell. That's like hairspray and God spell in one. I think that's a waste of a spell. Really? I do. Well, if you, compared to global warming, okay. But. <laughs> All right, Stu, you win. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're what more would altruistic. You, I don't know. I mean, that would just where I would start. Right? This isn't like my one and only spell for all time. I'm just saying, what would really, what would give me a nice smile and give me a nice lift right now? Where where would you spell? Would you spell for like kids who know to invite you to breakfast? Like, is this where you're going? Or would Maybe. it be spell that Maybe. somebody else washes the thongy underpants? Like, I would definitely spell that. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I just want them to fold it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely in it. I'm willing to put the work in. I guess the spell that would interest me more, clearly not most, more 
would be the ability to get the appropriate um, reaction from the amount of work you put in. From the yeah, amount that's of what, that's my hair. To, that's exactly what my hair is. Explain to me how it's not. Yeah. There. Okay, my hair's never the same twice because it's curly like yours. But Bingo. I I would prefer it to come for like success for my kids. If they put the work in for them to have that magical response of of getting I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been disappointed after I worked my ass off. So if you're going to work your ass off, the spell gets you the appropriate response, reaction, the whole the whole nine for for the for the efforts you put in. So and I want to everybody me. to love my kids. It's so interesting to me because you blended yourself and your kids all in one thing. The thing that well, you I want-, want it for them because I've run into not having it. And I ra- I helped work on a race for the U.S. Senate in 1994. We had the right candidate. Oh. We busted our asses. We did everything right. And still we lost. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Who are these morons that you're letting vote? Like, I just I don't understand how that happened. We did everything right. Uh, yes, it's a good lesson to learn that even doing everything right doesn't always give you the right response but I would like them to feel a positive payoff for a positive amount of work and then I don't know I, I don't I guess that's an interesting no that's it that's an interesting because I have a, a million fold had disappointments have had will have right so connect with that really deeply it didn't bubble up in this little spell casting fantasy that we're talking about top of mind what's so interesting about you pulling that out of your professional life is that experience has nothing to do with you. The disappointment has to do with a system that is far greater than any one person could control. So you basically pulled a global warming out of your hat. Your efforts were not the only variable that could have contributed to the outcome. So you did everything right. You did everything you could along with everyone else around you. But that has nothing to do with the larger mechanism that's in place. I in no way would attribute that or compare that to the professional or even life goal success of your kids in their endeavors because it's not about trying to overcome some insurmountable some some super larger than any one person or even group of people trying to move and change there's so much of that it's it it is almost like wanting them to be musicians and instantly be on the charts and be famous and be you know or actors and then be in Hollywood and be A-list celebrities you can be a very successful actor you can be a very successful very talented musician you can be the best candidate for the job and not get the job through a variety of external forces that are unknowable to anyone. Even even doing absolutely everything right, there's still the realities of the moment that it's there's so much that influences what's going on. There's a bit of luck involved in that stuff. So I oh, can't okay, maybe I'm talking myself into it. So the idea of spell casting would come back around and say, okay, I get it. It's the luck part that I want to control so if you are going to do everything right then we should be able to have that little vial of liquid luck right come through and be able to make this shit happen but in your Harry world, Potter we're in now yes in your world you also have to actually do the work you have to do the best yeah, effort. I mean, but I when you do you're guaranteed the result yeah. without the best effort you don't get the result so okay all right I get it okay yeah well if that's the case I would spell cast that that there's, you know, no more needless gun violence. Like that would be an easy one to snap my fingers because that to me is something I've 
tried to dip my toe in that water and help with, and it's just endlessly frustrating to the point where I stop. It's too big for me and my efforts to even make a dent. So I, so so I don't do that. Is that a difference between a wish and, and a spell? Dear listener, if you could cast a spell, I can give you her number um, or her email address. <laughs> if you could cast a spell, dear listener, what spell would you cast? And, and I'm curious if your answers are to have everybody love me, that, that ev- it's a yes day, that movie, yes day or yes, it was whatever. It's actually a fun movie. Yeah. Is that, what kind of spell would you cast? Please let us know by writing to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You could hit us up on Facebook. Brilliant Observations, Brillob Squad. You could even find us, send us a picture of your spell on Instagram or Twitter. Show us what you want. Tell us what you're looking for in a a spell. I don't know if it's different. Oh, at Listen Brilliant. Find us there at Listen Brilliant. I don't know if a spell and a wish or equivalent. Um, I don't have, I don't have a birthday cake where I blow out candles and think I would like to cast a spell on all of those who see me as, uh, you know, anything other than super tall, thin, and gorgeous. Like, I, I want to change people's eyes to see me in a certain way. Like, I, I don't think I want to do that because I don't like to leave my house, so I definitely don't want to influence <laughs> other people. But, well, here's but the thing. For- here's the thing. I think I was playing too small. I What I'm hearing bubble up through your spell definition is a notion that, the spell itself would bring about something that could not be otherwise. And in my case, I was using the spell to bring about something that would be difficult to achieve without effort and involvement or time, or it's still possible that it could happen, right? What I'm hearing about your spells or perhaps even Stuart's spells is this is something that if not for the spell will not be. There are way, it is so unlikely and so infinitesimally small that it would happen if not for the intervention of this poof, well, and now it is. is that what wishes and spells are all about? There are things, otherwise, why wouldn't you just make shit happen? Why wouldn't you just turn on your motor and make shit happen? Because I lay on the sofa with a remote in my hand, and that's a very wonderful place for me to be. How is there room for a remote if you're on TikTok? I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> so you see. So you see. Um, while you're on that couch with the remote, what are you watching? Oh, my God. I know I was supposed to watch Winona, and I actually was planning to watch it. Yeah. I didn't have a single second this whole week. It doesn't been, sound like it. No, I've been shot out of a can, and I honestly, I I don't think that I slept any night in the past eight days more than four hours, and I almost fell asleep on the oh. road. I almost fell asleep on the road driving back from dropping my kid at college. I twice debated pulling over to take a nap in the afternoon on the side of the road. That's how tired I got myself. So I finally came home and I thought this can't, this, I decided I'm going to push through, roll down the windows, whatever I'm going to push through, made it all the way home, got in the bed, fell asleep for three hours. It was second, it, five o'clock at night, fell asleep. When I woke up, house was still dark. Nobody was home. It was nice. It was relaxing. Okay. Got a little bit of a window here. Started watching Loki. It was the worst thing I could have ever done. I am in love with that show. And with that character, I watched the entire series. I watched the making of the series. And now <laughs> I'm now deeper in than ever before. Yeah, I'm Loki. just, I'm just, I had no, it didn't occur to me how minor a character he truly is because his impact is so great. In all of the movies over the past 11 years, there have been fewer than three hours of Loki. Total. He's been That's on screen crazy. two hours and something amount of minutes. 
it is it is unbelievable. The impact. And he's a fan favorite. He's so. a, he is beyond a fan favorite. He has had less screen time than anybody else in the entire franchise to have this crazy an impact. The series is so good. It is all about self-love, which I am now learning my novel is about. So it was informative to me as a writer, as a character study. Tom Hiddleston is a true god. I mean, he's not a demigod. He is a full-on god, and I mean among men and humans. He takes all his clothes off. Why are we Why are we doing anything but just freeze-framing this fucking show? And he's broken and busted, and then he tries to get better, and then he does get better. <sighs> Super good. Why are you watching? It's just Loki. You got to go watch it. You got to watch it right now. I've seen and then, a few. And then the other one, the other one, that guy, Owen Wilson, is so fucking great. Because he's busted up and banged up in real life anyway, but he's he is the perfect, perfect foil. He is the perfect foil for Loki. Because in real life, he's kind of like Loki, but he does it from like I'm gonna do it with a smile, and Loki's like I'm gonna do it with a dagger. So the two of them are perfect together. It's so good, y'all. It's so good. Oh my god, is it good? All right, Amy highly recommends it. I started it, and then it, they were dropping one at a time, and I said, "Fuck this! I'm no, waiting till all it's there, all out." Yeah, all so I'll go back to it now. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go back to it. Yeah, I so will I. Many times, <laughs> and I'm sure you will. On that note, I don't need a spell because I know exactly what's going to be making things happen for me. <laughs> and his name is. Hiddleston. Hiddle, mm-hmm. he's, Say he's, my name. Woo! He's pretty delicious. Call you by his name. He's oh pretty delicious. God, he's a. Oh my God. It's nice. That's a that's a nice one to see. Um, I walked by the family room and Stuart was watching the Val Kilmer documentary. I don't he know does why about that himself. exists. I don't know why that exists. I'm like, aren't we supposed to do these shows about people who are important? I mean, I'm sorry, but I watched it. I'm like, what'd you do, Val? Why are we watching you now? What happened? You did a couple of biopics. What's what? Did, what, what did ha- you watch it? No. Is it worth yeah. it? I mean, I know. He's I good don't know. Looking. I just saw the first 10 minutes because I came up here to hang with you. Uh, but it, it was, I said, I think he was really popular for a while because he had a very different look and a super different name, but a, a very different look. And now he's had, uh, I believe he's had throat cancer, so he talks through a little stoma thing, but he doesn't really talk. And his son does the voice for most of the show for him. Oh, now I'm in. I had no idea he no longer has his voice. Brian? Speaking of talented people, uh, you, I just really want to hear, you had visitors? Oh, I, I did. Who came to see you? So it was one of my husband's roommates from college and his immediate family. They did a surprise for their 13-year-old daughter. She is a devotee of the Vampire Diaries, which I don't know anything about that. Okay, so she's super into it. And the day before they left, they said, it's a little early for your birthday, but we wanted to sit you down and, and give you this birthday gift. So we are going to, tomorrow, drive down to Georgia and go tour the set of the vampire Diaries oh that's so do the cool whole thing. so she flipped the flip out they drove three quarters of the way the first day 
had dinner with us, spent the night with us, relaxed, and then they went the rest of the way on their journey. And then they're going to spend the whole weekend down there and then they'll catch us on the way back. So, so they left cool. and you stripped their bed. Find anything interesting in the closet? I didn't do a thing to their room. I hope this isn't gross. They're going to be staying in their same rooms when they come back to us. So uh, the rooms are the way they left. Okay, they, of course, so we didn't flip that yet. No, they made the beds. They hung up all the towels. They did all the things. I might so, wash the towels again. but And you know, who else came to see you? So they're coming back. So okay. it's the same crowd as coming back uh, tonight, actually. So we'll be having them. And then later I'll have two in different visits of my college people come through. It, through in One in like, a, I have to look at the calendar, a couple of, maybe it's next week and then the other one end of the month. So, and then I get to see a third because I'll be traveling too. So yay. So I get to see all these college friends. So it's college friend to go-go. So it's super, super good. Oh, but the other thing I just want to tell you, um, oh my God, you guys, the cocktails and the apps that I put together for this thing, they were off the chain. They were so good. I impressed myself. The main course was kind of like, who cares? I, I hurt I hurt myself because I made the main course seem kind of dumb because everything else was so next game level up. So now I'm level in trouble. Up, level up. Well, you're going to tell us what it is because we got to go. Were you so, going to tell us? Well, the I will just tell you that yeah. the appetizer is, it was garlic toast bruschetta. So you know how you just basically bake make garlic toast but you cook it a little bit longer so it's super crisp on both yes. sides and you bite it and it's almost crouton like like one of these soaked in butter and garlic and salt mm. you take mm. it out and then I slathered that mm. with a specific type I forget the name of triple cream brie on top of that and then I loaded it with roasted Rainier cherries that had gotten a little bit syrupy so I, I smothered, you know, split them in half, pulled the pits out and covered it all over the top, broiled oh it so that everything God. is a little bit bubbly. And then when it came out, I hit it with a couple of stripes of um, balsamic, balsamic vinegar glaze. Yeah. So that nice little that stays in the nice position because it's all syrupy, too. And you bite into that shit and it is crunchy texture, super buttery, garlicky, salty. And then the creaminess, coldness kind of of the brie comes through. And then the sweetness of the cherries. And then that sharp again of the vinegar that's also kind of sugary. You, it's insane. It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. It's so damn good. And guess what else it is? Easy. It's super easy. What you cocktail paired with that? So when they first arrived, because it was 94 degrees, I had some frozen palomas, which I totally stole from Barefoot Contessa, but they're super worth it. You juice fresh grapefruits, which is a pain in the dick. But as long as you do it. So I, I had three cups of freshly squeezed grapefruit juice, one cup of freshly squeezed lime juice, simple syrup, and a cup of tequila. Put all that, Ooh. put all that together in the freezer the night before. And when they get there, it's fro, it's tequilas in there, so it doesn't fully freeze. Co so it's already right? just a little tiny bit of slushy. So you put it in. You can either do it with a fork and serve it that way, like a granita, or do what I did: throw it in the blender with a cup or two of ice. Blend it up real fast, and then it's this thick, gloppy, slurpy, delicious, and you put some fresh, um, a grapefruit, a sugared grapefruit slice on top. It is so refreshing because it's just barely bitter, but not, and it's light, light pink colored. So fucking good. And I got Casamigos tequila. Super, yeah. wor super worth it. The best tequila I've ever had. Super worth it. Go and buy it. It's George Clooney's tequila. It is so much better than any other tequila. You open the bottle of the tequila, and the tequila smells good. When does tequila ever smell good? You open the bottle you, and it smells Our lives have fruity. changed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with you when you drank out of a shoe. 
Well, I, I that's how I know about the tequilas. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to tell you this one. It's it's super great. I'll drink You've any got tequila. credibility. I'll drink. I drink. have had every tequila, and this one, it's. I've even had like fancy sipping tequilas and all the stupid shit. This one, it's just balanced. It's just really fucking good, and there's no headache involved. It's worth it. It's worth it, and it's cheap. I mean, it's not like insane. There's Michael Jordan tequila. Don't buy that. You just don't buy that. What are you doing? Stop it. Get George Clooney's tequila and go home. And drink it all. And then come back and get some more. You'll have a good weekend. There's your spell. Um, I'm now starving. So I thank you for that. And my mouth is drooling. <sighs> Dear listener, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen and give us uh, an open door into your ear hole. I love so, it. So <laughs> thanks for listening. Oh, we 